not sure where to pick it up after that. Well, do you have something on your list? Um, let me see. That's a good idea. I did. I made a list. I emailed it to you. But here's the email. Uh, the thirteenth. So that was three days ago. Is that three days ago? It seems like a week ago, man. Today's the sixteenth. Is it really? Yeah. I don't like that at all. <laughs> I don't like that. I thought it was longer. Yeah. Here's something about Tillich in here. Uh, it says in your head, what is uh, what does it mean to be an agnostic Christian? Um, to not know. To be a Christian who doesn't completely say I'm a hundred percent and is comfortable with unknowing. And that's why I always feel like an, if I'm anything, I'm an agnostic Christian because, mm-hmm. like, in the end of the day, who really knows? You know, we're saying that we know the answer to everything, and you know, I like how much of that was because I was raised in it. You know, what if I was born and raised somewhere else? Mm-hmm. So, um, being comfortable with my doubt. So that's mm-hmm. what being to me as an agnostic Christian is being yeah. comfortable with my doubt, but still knowing that for some reason you come back to Jesus. I mean, it doesn't have to be that way. I mean, but yeah, I do come back to Jesus, so I guess that's what makes me a Christian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I I took on that label after I heard you using it. I was like, oh, that's what I am too. Me too. You know, like hop on that bandwagon. Yeah, like that. That's a thing. I can. I, that's a title I can use. That's how, you know because I'm. I don't understand Christian atheist. I don't understand that completely. Isn't that Pete's term? Yeah, Pete uses that a lot, but I don't. I don't completely grasp it so i don't go around like yeah but you know (laughs) i don't grasp it so christian agnostic is the best i can come up Mm -hmm. with or agnostic christian you know and just being like i think agnostic is being honest yeah it's just being transparent with your doubt i mean i like that transparent yeah yeah Mm -hmm. that's what i feel is important yeah yeah i I mean comfortable maybe is yeah comfortable is maybe another word but transparent Mm -hmm. is you kind of eventually make it become comfortable because you're, you know, you're letting everybody see mm, it. Mm-hmm. Where do you think that line is between transparency and, and being comfortable? I don't know. I mean, I've always pushed myself to be uncomfortable with my transparency and to be as transparent as possible. Mm. So it's a tough one. Yeah. Yeah, it is. But I'm very, you know, like very transparent about my mental health and very transparent about yeah. a lot of stuff you know I mean mm-hmm. there's also stuff that I'm not transparent about you know? yeah. and so life is that way mm-hmm. but I've always pushed myself to push the boundaries so when I have a doubt use the doubt if I'm using a commentary tell people I'm using a commentary right you know what I mean mm-hmm. not like I was thinking the other day oh right you know? <laughs> and try to write it off as right room. you know um, I want other people to mm-hmm. know that they can do what I do so, like, mm-hmm. working with writers, I could have very well been had ghost writers on my book. Just put my name on it. But mm-hmm. I'm dyslexic, and I feel like that's doing a disservice to other dyslexic people mm-hmm. out there and being like, you know what? You can work with a writer and do a book, mm-hmm. you know? Do you Did you kind of stamp it as that? Like, when you release it and stuff? Like, say, hey, this is why I had to work with this guy? Or like, I may have in one of the books. I don't know. But... Not always, but I talk about it in interviews. Uh huh. Right. But that's when I, you know, when I made the book deals, I was like, no, I want the yeah, you want writer's it. name on there. Okay. I want it to be with, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, or and yeah, yeah. Whatever the writer wants, yeah, or with they're, they're the writer, they're the wordsmith, they're the wordsmith. <laughs> they're the wordsmith. 
Um, I guess yeah. I'll, I'll keep. Uh, I think the list is a good idea, man. How about if I if I keep with the list? I can't believe this was three days ago, man. Because I I had for some reason I was comfortable enough writing a list, but when I'm like, oh, that was only three days ago. I'm like, I've been. De- I feel like I've been depressed for longer to where it's been a chore to get through the day. Or I don't know, man. You've only been depressed three days. Hey, it's only been three days, dude. There you go. Yeah. Feels like a week. It feels like two weeks, I think. Well, there you go. But it's only been three days. Is that a silver lining? Yeah. Is that a positive spin you're, you're yeah, throwing Yeah, that's a positive I spin like I'm throwing you. How it's only been three days. But, you know, you have to realize, be honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's one of the things I've learned in DBT is to find silver lining in certain things. What does DBT stand for? Dialectic Behavior Thera- Behavioral Therapy. Behavioral Therapy. Yep. So it's the type of therapy? Yeah. Is it a group thing? It's group and it's individual. Group. So it's both. You said that you're finishing it soon? You graduate. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> you so it's not like AA or NA? No. Okay. It's not forever. It's not a program. I mean, it's a program, but it's not a program that lasts forever. So you, you work through it, and then it's over sort of thing? Yeah. Okay. How long does it last? I think it works in like six-month intervals. But I've been taking it for a few few times. Take it a bunch. So you like sign up for it, and you pay for... Yeah, and you can take as much as you want. Okay. I mean, you still have to pay for it, or your insurance mm-hmm. has to pay for it. Oh, I see. But take so as much it, as you it want. So it could be covered by your insurance? Yeah. Potentially. Mm. For all those people looking for DBT... Yeah. Ask your insurer. Maybe I I should look into that. Yeah, my insurance covers it. Is that who told you to ask yourself, would you tell a friend this? Yes, yes. (laughs) You're saying? Yeah. Because that for me, that, I think I heard that first from, you know, Mike McCarg, like Science Mike. Right. He was like, finally, I asked myself, the shit that I say to myself in my head, would I say that to like a friend or someone I, I cared at all about like that's to me that was that was eye-opening man well would i say it to people i don't care about Mm. yeah you know what i mean yeah right maybe i have a few people that are in my head who i will talk about oh on on, in that way you know but oh right but Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna generalize humanity that way but i'll generalize myself as being Mm. a piece of crap Mm -hmm. or lazy or stupid because yeah I can't do A, B, or C. Mm-hmm. But if someone else came to me and was like, I can't do A, B, or C, and I'm a like, piece of crap. But mm-hmm. like, no, you're not. You're just a human being. You know, you're probably stronger in this area, that area. Yeah. So that's tough to do. That it's is, tough to remember. Man, you're blowing my mind right now, honestly. What well, like, blows my mind? You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's, you know, therapy is a good thing. I think people yeah. should have it. I should do it more, honestly. You know, mm-hmm. I see DBT and I see a psychiatrist, so... Mm. And that helps. Yeah, it helps a lot. Mm-hmm. I think if you asked my wife, the changes, she would say it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know, because mm-hmm. it's hard to live with someone who suffers from depression yeah. and panic disorder. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I used I, to not be able to like make it down to the lake because I'd be having panic attacks just on a walk. Oh, wow. You know. I don't know, man. It feels, it feels good to talk to somebody about depression who knows. You know. Yeah. Maybe I should get it and see a therapist again. Yeah. Yeah. What does the audience think? What do they think? Uh, you can let me know on Air of Grievances uh, Facebook. That's the thing. Is that what it's called? Air, Air, of, Gr- Air grievances? of Grievances? Yeah. So what are our grievances supposed to be? Yeah. Oh, man. Am I, I supposed say, to say something I'm upset about? Yeah. Well, no. I think it's the the idea 
and I'm I'm kind of putting myself on the spot with this one, but like the idea is that I I'm the heir of all these grief, all this shit, all this baggage mm-hmm. from religion, I guess. Yeah. From, from my parents, I guess. You know, from the culture, I guess. I don't know. So you're airing your grievances. I'm on the A- the H E I. Oh, the air. Yeah, H E I. Yeah, air. Nice. Air of grievance. Yeah. So you can, yeah, if you have any grievances. What are your grievances <laughs> with religion, man? But no, yeah. Um, yeah, I can't believe, I honestly, I can't believe I wrote this list three days ago. Because what I was going to ask is, does depression affect your belief and disbelief with God? Like, does it get tangled up in that Yeah, shit? it does. Does it? Yeah, yeah, of course. I did a sermon once. On does God only show up when your meds work? That's a good one. Yeah, that is and a good one. So that was, you know, and then someone's like, "No, God shows up when the meds don't, don't work." When the meds don't yeah. work. Was that like a? Well, one well, was I want, one, I think one it was, was Protestant. One was someone being sarcastic, and and then another one was someone being serious. Mm-hmm. But the question is, is is God show up for me? The question is, does God show up? Period. Mm-hmm. Not when the meds work or don't work. Mm-hmm. But the question was for at the time, as I was going through a lot of depression, and I felt like God disappeared, you know? Yeah, and so I was like, yeah. but then what is God? Is God a genie that makes me happy? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Have I, have I read the Bible? Right. These guys were miserable. They were all killed. You know what I mean? <laughs> and like, I'm like expecting it to be like, God wants me to have a good day. Yeah. And you they're know? the ones who are kind of asserting God, you know, God did this, you yeah. guys. Like, or, you know, God loves you, me. and yeah, God's inclusive, and God's, I don't know. Yeah, if God is love, can God be anything but inclusive and, and graceful? Yeah, I mean, people seem to think so, that he could be, or she can be a lot of things. Yeah, <laughs> that he or she, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, that people, God people, just, people just yeah, people, people have their own ideas of what God is, and mm-hmm. God is love, but then... Yeah, but God is love only for the predestined. Yeah, man. The elect. See, for me, that's like the biggest. That's why I can still call myself a Christian is because for some reason, God is love is like I cannot get that off of my filter of what reality is or whatever. Like I can't disconnect that from my worldview, and I don't hate that. And that's the thing I'm most comfortable saying is that God is love. Right. And I think that when I experience love, I'm experiencing God. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. That's the most certain I can get. Yeah. No, that's understandable. Because I have, a, you know, all sorts of issues with what God does and doesn't do. Mm. I'd have a hard time thinking if God is an intervening God, mm. that God is love. Because oh, why does God choose to intervene yeah. in some people's lives and not others? Hmm. You know, so that's a you know a struggle hmm. giving God the glory right. or giving God you know I got a parking spot today. Yeah. Hallelujah! You know, mm-hmm. it's like yeah, no, that's, that's a good the point. little kid can, has cancer, like is dying, and his parents are up praying every night. Yeah, that one's. I, yeah. I think I heard you say that. Maybe I don't know if it was on Revolution or what, but like, and that got me really thinking. Like, well, what can I? credit to God or what or what is God I guess to me I don't know even how to word it it's hard to, when God's no longer a man in the sky yeah I, I think that God isn't that to me anymore and God has yeah. been that to me my whole life up until I've, like a month ago or something man like yeah. honestly I understand it yeah 
It's tough. It's tough being a preacher and dealing with all that stuff. Yeah, I, b- I bet, man. It really makes me want to quit sometimes. Does it? Yeah, because it's like, oh, I've got to prepare a sermon, and I'm like, and I have the all these huge the questions about God. Mm-hmm. Why yeah. don't you ever talk about those? I do. Oh, you do. You yeah. do. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> probably, I probably haven't much just in the past month or so. But yeah, you do. I do talk no, about do. that stuff when it comes up. Mm-hmm. You know, and this Galatians. Yeah sermons probably aren't going to be a spot where that comes up but it might <clears throat> who knows why do you like uh, galatians so much because it's so graceful it's such a weird thing i mean <laughs> basically there's a point where paul wishes a group of people to be castrated yet it's still such a book about grace and love and that nobody's out you know and it's like it's like the people who are out are the people who are trying to make you think that you don't belong or the people who are trying to make people believe that they people are trying to push their prejudices you know mm. and mm. they're you know so it's it's interesting to me because it's just you know there's neither male nor female nor Jew nor Gentile slave nor free mm. you know mm-hmm. all are one the inclusion of the book is really amazing the idea that the law is you know it's creating rules and regulations is mm-hmm. what separate us from understanding God rather than wow. draws us closer yeah. to God. Oh, man. So those things. Mm. No, um, well, let me can I sit in that for a sec? That's that's really good. What's the what's that whole verse that neither male nor female, Jew nor Gentile, uh, slave nor free? Should I look it up? I believe it's Galatians. I'll look it up. Either end of three or beginning of four. Um. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe in context would be better, but it's, yeah, neither Jew nor Gentile, slave nor free, male nor female, you are all one in Christ Jesus. Yep. So what is Jesus then? Is Jesus God? Yes. Jesus is As far as Paul understands, Jesus is God. Well, Paul's pretty sure about that. Yeah, Yeah. so (laughs) that's the thing is I'm reading this letter from Paul's viewpoint. So, I mean, there's things I could disagree with with Paul, but in his idea that that's Jesus is God, and I agree, I believe that too. (laughs) I agree with that statement as well. Um, How far does that go, though? Like, God died, though, right? Like, I don't know. Yeah, man, Pete... Rollins talks a lot about that. Is that That's what the really resurrection is? You know, the he talks about God being... and God abandoning God's self on the cross. God becoming oh an atheist. Whoa, bro! Oh, whoa! <laughs> so, oh my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Yeah. So, God forsakes God. Yeah. Oh, dude. That's oh. Yeah, that's like blowing my head right now. Some pretty amazing stuff. Wow. And I never saw it that way before either until Pete heard Pete talk about it. And I was like, oh, wow, that's really amazing stuff. I've tried to talk about that before, but but somehow you making that connection just now. So you think Paul's right? Today I do. Yeah. Right now I do. Right now. You know, and so I think, you know, we're all one in God, Mm. you know. We're all one in love. Yeah, yeah. In love with a capital L? Yeah. <laughs> if you replace where it says Jesus, could you think you could put in love and it would still... Is well, that Jesus what? shows a lot of love. Oh. There's a few places where Jesus seems a little bit of a jerk, but majority of what Jesus does is, is show love yeah, and show compassion. Love, yeah. So, I mean, that's why I feel like Jesus came to show us the nature of God, not to die mm. on a cross, but to come show us. What the- oh, man. 
the nature of God was wow. because of saying, look how far we've gotten from this mm. idea. So I think you just converted me, man. <laughs> well. I think I'm back on. Well, there you go. I'm back, I'm back on the Christian back on. boat. I know. Maybe I should just preach on that more often. But yeah, I mean, I but, think that's whoa, what, that's, yeah. you know. That Jesus came to show us the nature of God. Yeah. Yeah. The, the true nature of God. So. Wow. Yeah. But, like you know, there's lot, people man. who don't like that, too. People Why not? Because they would who say that, like that Jesus is, you know. The son of God? Like that qualifier? Yeah, or just would say that he's, you know, not a very deep thinker, you know. Who would say that, you think? Lots of philosophers and oh, philosophers. theologians. Would really? Say that theologians? Jesus, is, Jesus's talk is, is there's a lot of people who said much deeper, more compassionate and loving things than he did. So it's arguable, mm. but... Man, you just talked me out of it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just joking. No, that's that's good. Jesus is yeah. Hmm. But then, what is the the whole Son of God thing? Like, how do you reconcile that? Like, what do you think that's all about? The Trinity. Well, oh, okay. Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I don't know what is the whole Son of God thing. I mean, I've, I've always was believed that it was one and the same. So, the, oh, being the Son of God is being God. Yeah. Mm. So. But I also believe that Jesus had human experiences and human mm. feelings and things like that. So mm-hmm. maybe that's where the son part came in. Oh, wow. Well, he was a son of man too, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Wow. There's a lot to unpack there. There's a lot, man. Wow. I wish you could see what like what's going through my head right now because you kind of blow my mind. Jesus. Well, that's always nice. Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm trying to recover from that one. Uh, let me see. What else did I put in the, in the outline is, I guess, where I should go back to. That's been helpful. Oh, yeah. Okay. I ask about revolution. Where are the other pastors now? I guess I already asked you that. They're not pastors anymore, right? Is that the answer? I haven't. Yeah, I, probably I, not. I don't probably not. think so. Okay. Do you, man, do you think that... We're all pastors. Yeah. Could I be a pastor, man? Of course you could. You think so? Hmm. Yes. <laughs> what is it? What? What? Is, what's that job description? Do you think? Uh, I don't think there's one job description. One? Yeah. I think there's different calls mm-hmm. for different people. What's a call? Do you think? What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just asking you all the hard hitters. You're just asking all these like deep questions. Yeah, what's the call? What's the call, man? Um, answer, answer my questions, bro. You know, I don't oh. know. I just feel like what is being depressed, Jay? Yeah. No, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. You know, what's a call? It's feeling. It's of, something on your heart. Something that comes yeah. in your. I mean, it's you know. I feel a lot more called to speak and talk about stuff and mm-hmm, think mm-hmm. about it. You know, mm-hmm. there's some people who do it better. You know what I mean? Like they do it. They don't. They don't just think about it and talk about it and discuss it. They go out and put feet to it. And um, people are just built that way. Mm-hmm. And so I just try to stick with what I feel strong at. Like we were talking about depression. That's mm-hmm. a hard thing. Sometimes yeah. I feel strong about anything. Right. You know. Yeah. 
how much do you think that a person can lean on meds and still be like, oh, God, you know, God's the answer and, you know. I have no idea. Uh, yeah. I mean, what am I going to say? Five pills? Yeah, pills. five pills. Talking milligrams. Milligrams, yeah. <laughs> with Ativan, yeah. you know, or with uh, Prozac, it's... When I'm not on meds, I just have a lot of panic attacks. Yeah. Sometimes, though, not being on meds, the creativity of... Of being a theologian, yeah. not that I am a theologian. No, no, feel free like to. that type of theology mm-hmm. opens up, you know, in the suffering. Yeah, a whole different thing of biblical understanding. Right, right. Creativity opens it's, up. It's creativity, I think, is what it is. Yeah. So you know, because I feel I feel like more artistic or like more create. Yeah, more creative, yeah, more expressive so, when I'm not medicated. Or, but then I feel more productive when I am medicated. Yeah, me too. You know, you know what's the trade-off? What is the trade-off? Do I want to, you know, I don't know. I, I don't like panic attacks, so yeah, I'm dealing with that the best I know how. Yeah. Right? I'm just kind of trying to reflect this all back on myself and be like, well, what if, you know, how do I apply, how do I relate that or how do I apply that or whatever? And with me, the panic attacks get kind of poked at around family shit. Yeah. You know. I'm saying I don't have any. You don't have any family. No, I mean, I can't tell you what I, what triggers it. Oh, wow. Okay. So I could be in a car. It could be anything that you know. Yeah. So sometimes I have them when I'm in the, on the highway. Really? Yeah. So it's like most inopportune times. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm sure it stems back to, you know, I wasn't hugged enough as a child, Mm. but, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, whatever. Yeah. You know, a, Freudian thing. Yeah, you can think of, but but now it's like you know, what's the reason? Right. And sometimes I feel like the reason can often become victim blaming. Yeah, right. I think know. I pointed at my parents the most, honestly, man. I'm like, right. you guys made all this baggage or whatever, and maybe that's part of the the title of my podcast or whatever. It's like, I see, I'm the heir, guys. I got this shit from you. <laughs> this is your fault. Well, it's easy to blame other people. Yeah. You know, but the fact is you have it. Now what are you going to do with it? Yeah, dude. Not That's the question. Isn't there's it? no reason to me to go like, well, my dad made the bad choices. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. It's because it's, it's my shit. It's my fucking unpacking shit, Unpacking right? it might be a good thing. Yeah. In dealing mm-hmm. with it. Ultimately, I was yeah. born into it, so I don't feel like I can necessarily lay blame Right to them, mm-hmm. or lay blame to myself in some ways, you know. Yeah, maybe I have a chemical imbalance. Right, whose well, fault you is say that? that? You inherited. I mean, couldn't you say that's genetic? Like, yeah, that's genetic. But what am I going to blame my family yeah. for genetics? Well, that's who you blame, isn't it? I mean, but what about their family? And what yeah, about their good. parents? And point. what about their parents and their parents? You know, yeah. where, at what point do I? Right, is it the great great grandparents? Right, that is it irresponsible? Did for you something? To have kids? Yeah, should because, I not have kids right, of my because my genetics? Because of your genetics. Is it now my fault because now I'm privy to that information? With, yeah, right. Yeah. How so. much does that blame? Yeah. That's a good question, bro. Yeah. That's so. good, man. Yeah. Because it's like, they're dealing with this shit as much as I am. Like my, I don't know, like my depression and addiction are, are as real to my parents as it is to me yeah. without pointing, you know, without disclosing yeah. too much, but you know. Well, my mom had panic attacks all the time. Really? You know? Yeah. So is it because I saw her have a panic attack or is it because it mm-hmm. genetically passed on something to me? Yeah. 
Probably a little bit of both, you know? Yeah. You, so you saw your mom have panic attacks? Yeah. Mm. I mean, I remember there were times when she was really sick where, you know, she'd have panic attacks and ask me to, you know, we'd be out together and she'd be like, can we go home? You know? Oh, know. wow. You know, I'm like, yeah, of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she would be fr- so frightened. And it's, I think it's really important that you have people who underst- are willing to understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's hard to live with, with someone who has depression because I think if I'm, if I'm honest and I look at like my relation, my romantic relationships, yeah, I think that I always get scared and I'm like, I hit the eject button real fucking quick. And I'm like, this is getting too real. Yeah. You know, I think mine gets too real, too far deep down into the relationship that too late into it. Yeah. Like too late to press eject without what, what without hurting them or cause I, I do, I hurt people, man. Like whenever right. I hit eject, you know, and I think I, I hurt myself too, honestly. But like, well, I just didn't couldn't control when my depression rose its ugly head, mm, you know. Mm, so mm. I was married already to. Oh, I've been right. married twice, uh-huh. but in both relationships, the depression wasn't there when we were dating, mm-hmm. or it wasn't as obvious. Mm-hmm. And then, was the anxiety and the panic there a little bit? But they weren't seeing it on a day to day basis. On day to day, yeah. So, were you medicated? It like, can I ask you that? That's fine. Yeah, I was been on and off medication mm-hmm. most of my life. Yeah. So, yes and no. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Would be the answer to that question. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, it's also tough being married to somebody who doesn't understand depression mm. and panic attacks mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's the mm-hmm. team. Yeah. It's a team effort. Mm-hmm. To go through it together. Yeah. And I guess you you take on their shit, quote unquote, and they take on your shit. Sort of yeah. Thing. And you're like, here, I'll help you. You can be as ugly as you want. Or is that like acknowledged? Or do you, in a healthy relationship, do you think you're like, I'm going to, this is how ugly I get? Yeah. I, I mean, of I'm, course. That's part of marriage. <laughs> is you it? You know, okay. I mean, just the first time one of you get food poisoning, <laughs> <laughs> you get to see it all. <laughs> You know, it's like, doesn't get much uglier than that. You know, you're thinking you're dying and you're, well, yeah, and I've seen that too. So giving birth is is pretty crazy as well. So, you know, you see that and you see each other's personalities and Mm. personality traits Mm -hmm. and defects. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's almost like a relationship with God in some ways. You have your doubts and your worries mm. and all that stuff in the wow, midst of relationships. So, yeah. Wow, bro. You just brought it full circle. Full circle. It is like your relationship with God, isn't it? It can be. Maybe my daddy issues are what all this God shit's about, bro. Well, that's what some psychoanalysts would definitely say, yes, that's what it's all about. The whole paternal God thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So they would tell you that. Mm-hmm. Maybe that, maybe there's some truth to that. Maybe I should be like, hey, why do I care so much what my parents, you know, like, what, why do I weigh in so put so much weight in their reaction to shit? Yeah. Maybe I should, you don't know. Well, you're young, too. Am I? Can I still say, I'm almost 30, man. Yeah, how but long still. Can I keep saying, how long can I play that card for? I don't know. Till you're 40. Till you're 40. <laughs> can you put a number? 40 milligrams. Of, yeah. Of I mean, I feel like I could play that up until 40. I mean, my 30s were still fair? very youthful. Yeah. But now I feel tired and old. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Well, I feel I feel that way when I'm I don't know when I'm depressed. I feel like dragged down and I don't know. When was the last time I texted you? Was it really like three days ago or something? Because it feels like it was three weeks ago. I don't know. I have to check my phone. Okay. It was three weeks. It was definitely not three weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, the last time you texted me was, I mean, if we literal, it was if we're literal. a few minutes ago. Yeah. Before um, you got here. Sunday. Was it Sunday? You said, running late, lost my keys. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And I, I tried to not make a, a joke. joke. Not a callback joke. Not a callback joke, yeah. Yeah. Because we made that joke after the service about, or was it was it after the service? Which one? About keys. About losing your, oh, you lost your keys. Yeah. Well, you must have not wanted to go. Oh, that's what it was, bro. Because they were in my bag like the whole time. I knew yep. they were. Psychologically, you just didn't I, want to come to service. I think it's because I was depressed, man. Yeah. How long can I play that card? How long can I be like, it's because I was depressed? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You can play that forever as <laughs> far as I'm that. concerned. <laughs> I have not figured out a end point end to that point, one yet. It's because I was depressed. Yeah. Well, I mean, I remember going to a psychiatrist and saying, you know, being late. And they're like, well, that's because you didn't want to come. Oh, wow. You know, I'm like, well, no, I misplaced my keys or I missed right. the train. Or and I once missed- you got there, it's like, I'm glad I came. Yeah, but they're like, you know, mm-hmm. but you didn't want to come. And I'm like, I did want to come, but unconsciously you didn't. You know, and you're like, okay. I mean, how yeah. am I going to argue this with a psycho- right. psychoanal- mm-hmm. psychoanalysis mm-hmm. or psychiatrist? Yeah. Some word I can say. What if you did try to argue with them? How, how far do you think that they would? They would I wouldn't go? try to argue no. with them. <laughs> Just... Say their word is well, I think is that, truth. Yeah, well, I, well, I your think, word is truth. Well, I think isn't that in the Bible? Uh, what, I mean, I protest too much. You know, now, oh, is that Shakespeare? I protest too much. Is you that know, Shakespeare? I think so. But I mean, thinks the lady does protest too much. Well, I mean, you know, if you're going like, oh, why did I want to be here? How do you? Know? I don't know. I don't push back too much on psychiatrists. Yeah. I trust maybe too much. Yeah, I feel like you're giving me a, pr- a free therapy session right now. Oh, I am no therapist. <laughs> I, I beg to differ, bro. Yeah. I don't know. Do you, how, um, do you think that that's part of being a pastor? It's like being willing to, to, to be the, uh, a wild card for people being like, y'all let this guy get me over to his apartment and have be on some podcast that no one has ever heard of sort of thing. Like, no, I just, I mean, I just think that's being human in my life. That's just me being me. Putting yourself out there sort of thing. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. You've been kind and nice to me, you know. Mm. Of course, I've done podcasts of people I don't know, too. So, Yeah. But it serves me as well, you know. I get to talk about me and talk about the ministry and talk about the book, and you know. Mm. So it's not all mm-hmm. just like, Scratching I'm just back. a pure, <laughs> loving individual. Jesus? I am Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> so, no. I don't know, man. I can't I, wait to hear what people think of this podcast. Of this conversation. Yeah. Do you get feedback? I don't. I give them a phone number to call. Oh. And I I ask people to call me, but I never... You never my dad is the only person who's ever called that number. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. That's funny. Does he listen to this? Yeah. I gave him a segment. It's called Pop Goes the Doctrine. Because oh. I call my dad Pops. And I think that's really clever. I'm like, oh, he's scratching my back. I'm like, I'm that's so nice. clever. The last episode I did, man, like, please don't listen to it. If I, if I can ask you anything. Okay. But it was, um, I was just like, Hey guys, 
I've been, I don't believe in God anymore. I was, I think I was, that was the gist of it. Is, I think, I think well, it's do you called, play it for your dad and then he talks about it? Um, sometimes I'll send him a seg, a clip of something to respond to. Oh, okay. And I'll play that clip on the podcast and then I'll play him reacting to it. Oh, that's cool. But yeah, I don't know. Will you be a segment, Jay? Can I? Sure. If you've got <laughs> figured something out, I've said here. Q and A with Jay. Didn't we talk about that? About yeah, we did. I used yeah. to do a Q and A with Jay. I like that. You put that on your Facebook, right? Yep. But I haven't done one in years. If we did a mutual back scratching, could that be <laughs> something that I offer you? Is like, hey man, I'll. Yeah, I'll I should help do another Q and A with Jay. I should do that again. Because that doesn't really take any effort, right? Like. I mean, it takes a little bit of effort, Does but it? not too much. What, like put, posting out that you're going to do it? Posting out that you're going to do it, and, and then, then doing it. And then taking the questions. And, and then taking the questions and sitting and in front of a it. camera. Oh, and yeah, that's the doing it, huh? The doing it. Yeah. I mean, I can edit. Does that help edit, Yeah, that does help. Because uh, I get a little long-winded answering some of those questions. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're fun. I mean, I mean, I've got asked all sorts of weird questions. Do you? So if I, if I post this, if I link this to you on Facebook and people who are your followers, see that, see it or whatever, and they do call me yeah. questions. Can we use those questions? Yeah. In Q and A with Jay? Yeah. That'd so call me at, can I do this right now? Yeah. Hold on. Oh shit. Should I not cuss? I don't care if you cuss or not. Do you think Jesus would? Probably not. Jesus no. called people brood of vipers. Yeah. So that's probably... A bunch of assholes is the rough translation. Yeah. Should I edit that part out when I am when I don't have the number? Yeah, you should probably edit that out. <laughs> Transparency to a point. Yeah, to a point. Um, 612-460-0364. I think that spells something. You should figure out what it spells and then use it. Yeah. Not at this instant. Okay. Well, I'll put that on my list of stuff to do. Speaking of my list, let me pull that up again. Man, thanks for being so, like, going with the flow so much here and shit. And, like, yeah. Letting me, letting me be so casual, honestly. Um, My list. My list. My wife. Is that, a, is that still a joke? I don't know. Borat? Right, no. No. <laughs> if I have to make the connection for you, the answer is no. You have to explain it. It's not funny. It, then it's not funny. Yeah. <laughs> Unless that you a can role? make the explanation really funny. <laughs> Isn't that a role in, yeah. in comedy? If you have to explain why it's funny, it's not, not funny. funny. Yeah. Um, Christianity. Oh, I don't know why I wrote this. I, this I'm, I'm reading this for the first time. So let's react, okay? Here we go. Christianity is not about what you believe. It's about how you love in absurd selflessness. I think that's a John Caputo thing. He always talks about the absurdity of love, or of, of absolute love, of, of, um, of, yeah, of selflessness, how being selfless is, is weak and is absurd. And so if God is selfless, selflessly loving, then God, then is, God weak is, and absurd. is an absurd, absurd concept, yeah. What do you think about that? Sounds like a lot of thinking. <laughs> you know, <clears throat> sounds like a lot of smarts, yeah. a lot of education, and a lot of philosophy mm-hmm. went yeah. into that statement. Yeah. 
Well, I think his the way he chases it down is he has the whole term weak theology, which is yeah. the idea that yeah that if God is love, then being love is being we- is letting yourself be exposed and be weak and be stepped on sometimes. Yeah, like, you know how. Um, but that's I mean, that's what Jesus did. And that's yeah, what, it is, isn't it? You know, a lot of the disciples did the mm-hmm. apostles and right. They allowed themselves to be stepped on and beaten and imprisoned and so that would make sense isn't that what um what's his name in the in the congregation at church he was talking uh last sunday what's his name the older guy bill is it bill bob 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 yeah isn't that what he was saying about being a sponsor is that it takes like a certain level of being exposed and like being willing to be beat up or abused or whatever to be to be a, an effective AA sponsor or NA yeah. sponsor. Yeah. I mean, I'm not supposed to talk about 12 steps all that much, but yeah. Okay. Of course. No, it's okay. It's just part of the 12 steps. Yeah, but I went it, to like I went to no, but, too, I guess. But yeah, it's it's um courtesy that you were shown. Mm. Mm. Loving people takes mm. that. Mm. Loving people is really tough. That's why I think that's the ideal. That's good, dude. Is loving people is absurd in some ways. (laughs) Yeah. That's why it's the road less traveled or the narrow road and the narrow gate is because loving is... Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's... I'm a Christian again, bro. (laughs) You've... You're falling in and out of faith this whole (laughs) conversation. Yeah, I am. I think I am. Um, I don't... Okay. Going down the list. There's no God in the traditional sense. Atheism creeps in from an outsider's perspective on religion. God is the ground of being, not a being. <laughs> the subject, not the object. I think that's that's a Pete Rollins thing, isn't it? I think I was also just... sounds a little Tillich. I think I just listened Tillichian. to... <laughs> is that kind of Tillich-ish? Oh, the ground of being. Yeah. The, the ground... Okay, yeah, yeah. What do you think he's he's getting at with the whole ground of being thing like because you've you you probably know a lot more about Tillich than i do having actually read him i mean just basically god's you know it's the god that's there when you take away the god yeah i mean it's not the god's not a being god's not the man in the sky the man in the sky i mean just basically put it full circle bro yeah so (laughs) it comes down to that he's not the man in the sky dude I'm sure it's deeper than that. I know it's deeper than that. I took classes and read books that blew my mind. The Systematic Theology, Volume 1. I'm just surprised I have much left in my mind. Mm. To be blown? Well, no. No, not to be blown, just to comprehend. Just left in your mind. Yeah, it was very dense stuff. Oh, you mean after reading that book specifically? Yeah, it was just so dense. To recall it, it's tough. Mm-hmm. Do I'd actually get, take the class again if yeah, I Yeah, I was going to ask you about that, yeah. Just to to grasp it more. Mm-hmm. Because I don't have the lower, I don't have the college education that most seminary students do. Okay, see, that's what I was going to ask you about is... I didn't go to college. I didn't okay. go to Bible college. I didn't go to any college. And so now I'm showing up at a seminary taking these classes, you know. Are I, you like, are you a celebrity uh, no student <laughs> like do you have a reality show following you around yep. like, no, Jay I, goes back to school hey. <laughs> no I just had a professor there that seemed to believe in me and pushed me to go to classes oh wow how did you meet that professor 
he came to Revolution. No way. Yeah. Really? Yeah. When? Uh, a few years ago. Here in Minnesota? Yeah, here in Minnesota. And he came? Yeah, and wow. he said, I think you should get a proper theological education. Wow. So I don't know if that was an insult or not. But, <laughs> so, you know, Are you saying that as a semester, joke? It might have been an insult. No, I was just, yeah, it's a joke. Yeah, it, okay. But, but he... um. <laughs> he believed in what I was doing and believes in what I'm doing. And Do you still talk to him? Yeah. Yeah, every semester he kind of gives me, you oh, you should do this. Oh, really? Oh, okay, so that. you kind of check in with him. Yeah. This is what I took, what should I take? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So, Is he like the encouraging voice in your head or whatever? Yeah, I mean, he's encouraging. He's one of those people who's encouraging to me to continue to go on. Mm-hmm. You know? Because mm-hmm. there's a part of me that would really, you know, be tempted to just retire and go get a job. Mm, to retire the pastor thing? Yeah. yeah. Just the whole doing the church all together and just Please go. don't, man. <laughs> well, I'm Please trying not Jay. to. I'm holding on. I'm white knuckling it. Please don't, bro. Well, I'm trying not to. So I'm not yet. So, so I shouldn't be crying right now? No, don't cry because I'm not going to quit. I have no plans on quitting. Okay. I should <laughs> if I was smart. But I'm not. Is that a voice in your head? It's yeah, like, that's a voice in quit. my head. Yeah. Don't listen to that voice, Jay. Go get a job at yeah, Sam's Club. Plan? Go get a job at Sam's Club. <laughs> yeah, because they've got good benefits. Do they have good benefits? Or maybe not Sam's, Costco. Is oh, is it Costco? Costco. Yeah. As a cashier, you like get a bunch of benefits and stuff? I don't know what you get benefits for. I just know that you get benefits for working there. Good for benefits. For being employed by them. Yeah. Okay. And also in Starbucks. Just generally. Maybe, I would be horrible maybe, at Starbucks. <laughs> I could see you at Because I would just mess up drinks. A barista. Constantly. <laughs> they would, I would be the guy just lifting boxes in the back. Because I would mess up would drinks. Would you still get the insurance, you think? May, I don't know. If not, I would probably... Well, I mean, I already have insurance. So oh. I really... Because I'm through my wife's work. So I don't oh, okay. really need that. But... Those are jobs that I've thought of. <laughs> the, the voice in your head says, you should go work at <laughs> Starbucks. Yeah. I mean, I've worked at record stores and time. There's been times where I've held jobs and done revolution at the same time. Yeah. You know, but right now I'm, it's like a full-time job taking care of my kids, which I do right, three, three right. days a week is I have my kids all day mm-hmm. and, you know, getting them fed, taking them out to play, doing things with them. That's a lot of work. So I have really two days a week where I work on revolution and I have therapy on one of those days. So I, I try to do like Wednesday and Thursday are my two days to really work on revolution mm-hmm. and work on the sermon and okay. the talk. So, and then somewhat Sunday morning, I usually get up really early on Sunday and go sit in a coffee shop and go over the talk, okay. you know, so that's, those are my times. So I'm already kind of part time in it. So yeah. I don't know how I would do that. Can I ask you, what is being here cutting into? Like, could your wife text me and be like, bro, you're fucking up the Baker house. <laughs> is it a Baker dash? <laughs> it's Abersold and Baker. Okay, my bad. It's uh, okay. We're progressive. <laughs> Is, is that your kid's last name? No, it's the Bakers are the last name. Oh, is it? We didn't okay. go that far. We joke and call it Baker Sold. Baker Sold? I yeah. like that. I Yeah, because I wonder about that. Like, if I were the wife or whatever, would I be cool with taking this dude's name and, like, booting out my old name? Yeah, it's weird. Isn't that weird? Where'd that come from? I don't know. <laughs> don't ask me because I don't know. Do you think I could learn that one in seminary? Yeah, probably. If it do with property. Oh, it is a property thing, isn't it? Yeah. So there you go. I bet you're right, man. But Full circle, huh? 
This one had a few full circles. I keep wanting it. I keep pushing it in that direction. I'm like, I'm trying to make it full circle. So yeah, I mean, I don't. What is? What do you mean? What is being here costing me? Oh yeah, my bad. Good, good call. Yeah. Um, wh- what would you be doing with this time if you weren't here? I guess is what I was trying to ask you. If I wasn't here? Yeah, like if you if you didn't come tonight, what would you be doing? Watching your kids? Yeah, no, I'd be. We'd have dinner. Okay. Yeah, I've been putting the yeah. kids to sleep. What time do they go to bed? <laughs> Seven. Okay. But then the the little one goes to bed whenever you know seven or eight yeah it just depends it's, it's with kids and no i shouldn't i should know that I mean, it's I just with, tough yeah four-year-olds every day dude like <laughs> so it's insane i mean it's you know reading a book to my son is like i'm just reading aloud mm-hmm. sometimes do you feel like you're the same thing over and over and over yes and over. yeah and we do read a lot of the you same things the same. over and over again is it tillich yeah it's tillich <laughs> That would actually probably work <laughs> to put him to sleep. Puts me to sleep. What books do you read to Milo? Little Blue Truck. Uh, oh, um, Pete the Cat. Do you know Pete the Cat? Yeah, I haven't read it. I read that Pete's one at cats, school a lot. But yeah. I do know that. It's like Pete on the Cat, Wheels on the Bus. Right. Pete Or Pete, Pete the Cat. Did I say Pete on the Cat? Yeah. Yeah. Pete like the Cat. Little Critters. And oh, little. Yeah, dude. Berenstain Bears, right? Yeah. Do you, no? Uh, nope. Yeah, so that's a lot of that stuff, and my gosh, I don't know. A lot of kids' books. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I was a kid, I watched uh, Peter Pan over and over again. Oh, yeah. Did you have a movie that you would watch, like where the VHS tape out? I watched a lot of Herbie the Love Bug. Oh, yeah. Oh, those Disney movies with like yeah. the same cast members in them? Yeah. Like Flubber? Or no, not Flubber. Uh, the Nutty Professor? Yeah, kind of yeah. like that, you know, mm-hmm. but they're like original ones. That they were based on, right? Like, which mountain? What? Which mountain? The Parent Trap? Which mountain? Yeah, like With those. That, that Haley girl in it? Yeah, yeah, like those those movies. Yeah, I like those. But <clears throat> that and watched Star Wars a lot as a kid. Mm-hmm. Saw that a lot. For sure. So, I don't know. We, You know, I wasn't... VHS was kind of new when I was a kid, so there wasn't like... I remember we had Superman on VHS. Okay. See, I assume that I grew up with it, so everyone yeah, grew, up, so grew up with it. There wasn't like tons to watch. I probably watched too many violent things due to that. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Due to Superman? No, just be due to the oh, what was out on was VHS on oh, or what my parents were allowing me to watch, I guess. Yeah. Isn't that kind of interesting? Like what? what's censored by that like culture of legalism, I guess? Yeah, my parents not? weren't weren't really you know i guess they would censor sexual stuff more than yeah, violence i think so, so violence was like yeah. okay but do you think that has to do with like the old testament i have no idea i just i think it has to do with probably the puritans mm. probably <laughs> that's my guess yeah that's a good guess well thanks for doing this man you're welcome for real yeah yeah thank you man so how long do you think this will wind up being yeah um the timer says an hour, 50 minutes right now. Okay. I don't know how, like the end result, it depends on how much of that should I take out. Okay. How much you edit? Yeah, that's what it depends on. And honestly, you've inspired me to try to edit less. Yeah. Just like being like, hey, Jay, hey, I edited your sermon for you, bro. And you're like, oh, cool. And I'm, like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, man. No, I do appreciate not, it. I, I, why I go, oh, cool is because I'm like, how do I figure out how to get that yeah, right. onto this device, to that device, to over to that person? Mm-hmm. Like your sermon, I haven't been posted because I don't know how to get it to from one place to another. Okay. 
If you that's bring your I laptop like, in, can I, can yeah, I help you do that? Yeah. Is that okay if I help? Yeah, that would be great. Okay. But that's why I'm like computer illiterate. That's my literacy, man. See? It's editing shit. And like so Dropbox I'm awful at that. So yeah, so you could figure out how to get it. I can Dropbox. scratch your back, man. And you can scratch mine by there you go. uploading my sermon. Oh, it's mine. So, Amanda, this is Jay. Hi. He's my pastor. We're doing a podcast. No, no, you're... Please, you're good. No, you're we're totally live. Good. You're totally good. this way. There must be a McDonald's near here. Oh, there is, yeah. There's like two in both directions. Oh. Yeah, we're surrounded. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. We could uh, go grab a Coke if you want. What do you think, man? I think I'm going to grab a... Trying to do Taco Bell. Taco Bell. Yeah, that's fair. All right, man. Well, is it cool if I do tag you when I post this? Yeah. Twitter, too, because that way I can retweet it. Oh, that's a good idea. All right. Cool, man. Should All I right. say the end or something? The end. Was learning to speak.